Welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast dedicated to geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. And welcome to our episode over Star Trek Beyond, the third installment in the reboot franchise. There are, of course, spoilers for the movies, if you, for this movie specifically, if you haven't seen it yet, and uh, probably some small ones about the first two before it but I would assume you've already seen those at least, and as well as Star Trek IV, The the Journey Home. So, uh, other than that, it's a pretty short episode because we have trouble, like, talking a lot about the movies we're really into, and this one we just fanned out the whole time. So, uh, enjoy the conversation. Yeah, we need to talk about I kind of did it with my aliens. I figured we weren't actually starting, but I am. We need to figure out an actual setup and get a system. I always wanted to be. We've the been saying that guy. for like twenty episodes. We need to get a system, and we haven't done it. So we actually. Well, need I to usually do it. just start off conversation and then find a way into the conversation. And I totally did it. Which Seth had it accidentally, but then I figured out that I did it. This is our first time recording in the room with Seth again since. Um. Since Batman. I was here and you weren't. Right. Batman, Batman Returns. But Batman eighty nine. This is the last time we were in a room together uh, recording. Not all of us. Just you two. Yeah, just us two. I can't remember what before that. I don't know. I guess the video games podcast? No, there's a Finding Nemo one I did. Oh, Finding Dory. D- Dory, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm the only nerdy. one who's never messed it up. I'm yeah. Everybody on the podcast, yeah. <laughs> I just accidentally said unthirty nerdy. Un thirty nerdy. Thirty nerdy. That's our next one. <laughs> it's not thirty minutes, but it is nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's basically all of our other podcasts, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the unnerdy, uh, right? Non thirty nerdy. There it is. I said un thirty nerdy. Oh, the un thirty nerdy uh, episode of Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> oh. Boy. I can't. I was gonna do the theme song, but it's then all of a sudden, I I was did the Phantom of the Opera. I don't know how that happened. Well, Should have done it. <laughs> Man, I was really hoping Kyle would be on here because yeah. Kyle grew up with a disdain for Star Trek because his dad was such a Trekkie, and <laughs> uh, then Eric. We just saw the movie with our friend Eric. And he. This is probably what his first Star Trek movie. I don't know. I was I wanting really to ask hope. that because I was curious if he had seen the other two reboots or any. Be confusing. I think uh, his stepdad likes the or likes Star Trek. The originals. Oh yeah, I'd assume so. So I would assume he's had to have seen something with him. Maybe. But uh, I know his probably his era Star Trek is more into. The like '80s and '90s stuff, the TV series, which was with Patrick Stewart, or right? Like oh. there was a series before that. Um, but you have you you've only seen the reboots. I've only seen the reboots, yeah. But I've seen them all. I've seen all all three right. of them, and I like them. Yeah, there's been times when I've considered watching the older ones, but I you just should. I have so many other things that I like to watch. But that here's the deal, so, Seth. So. I know you like these new ones, but it creates a whole other world of yeah. enjoyment. That's the when you watch the new ones because you know that camaraderie and the love and the craziness that happened with all of them in the past. And then you're watching these people learn 
to get to that point. Yeah, I, I would it's imagine just it's just like a different viewing experience because for me and Kindle, we saw the first reboot before any of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, I saw episode. And I didn't care for it. Or then. the f- I think I saw the sixth movie of the original series hmm. before this. Um, but then we saw the reboot, and I really liked it. Yeah. It's good. I just wasn't interested in it yet. Then the second one came out, and we were going to watch it, but what? we were like, maybe we should like go back and revisit the old ones first, because they were all on Netflix, mm-hmm. except for, I think, one. Mm-hmm. And so we just went through all of them, and we were like, these are really, really we cool. We love them. We're already right. almost done with the original TV but series. But that brings mm-hmm. me around to Beyond. This, to me, was the most Star Trek of the three reboots. Oh, my gosh. Kind of expected, <laughs> it was crazy. Which I guess that's what um, the original writers... Oh. Um, R- Simon Pegg, who plays Scotty mm. in these movies. Uh, he w- he Him and a guy named Doug Young wrote the script. But there was a... Before that, the writers originally hired on said we're going for a more Star Trek feel. Like... Uh, which you can they kind of hinted at that at the end hinted at that at the end of the last movie didn't they um, I kind of felt uh, like they yeah did. it was more like a they were going on oh yeah because they're going on, the on five their five-year year journey right, which, which is which what is that felt trek. more star yeah. trek yeah that's that all what the, the original series is that their five their five-year journeys journey. on their five-year exploration yeah. and uh but what it this whole movie, the majority of it, there was what two minutes on Earth, maybe, at that last party scene. That wasn't or even for Earth. his birthday. That wasn't Earth. It wasn't. No, that no. was uh, Yorktown. No, no, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Yorktown. Oh, they were. No, I no, thought they, 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 they were rebuilding the. Yep. Um, or maybe that wasn't their ship. That was gonna that, going to the be their Enterprise. Ship. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I, we're building it there. Anyway, I thought that was Earth. So mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. that makes it even more Star Trek. There is no Earth in the movie. Yeah, and that is every e- most episodes of Star Trek and, and most movies. of the movies. Uh, there's one movie, which is episode five or four, episode or m- the fourth movie, <laughs> is the only one that is spent most time on Earth, and it is the weirdest of the series, but. Possibly it's my of, favorite. Yeah, it's one of the and it, this whole movie made me think of it because, or not the whole movie, but we get to the scene where uh, they destroy all the bees, the bee ships. Oh my with Beastie Boys sabotage. Yes. <laughs> which is so cheesy, but so yeah, Star Trek. Perfect. The, in the fourth movie, there's a ship that's threatening Earth um, on, on accident, basically. But their signal that they're sending is this is the same signal that a a, a humpback whale puts out. But in in the <laughs> in two thousand two hundred sixty seven or whatever, mm-hmm. the humpback whales are extinct, and so they have to go back in time. Take they go down to Earth in the nineteen eighties. Take a blue whale and take it back to the future <laughs> with them to send a signal. Um, and so that's why that that whole scene made me think of that. This is Star Trek, and it was awesome. It was. I honestly, 
Like I can't, you, you, you know, they tell you they're gonna do it. She's looking to the song. Tra- the I was songs, expecting whatever. the same song as earlier, and, and then she's like, "I found a, I found one." I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a different yeah, song." I was like, <laughs> "I know this is gonna be cheesy, <laughs> but I am ready," and it delivered. I didn't like, think it cheesy. So I thought this is gonna be fracking awesome, and it was. Oh, it, it was, was so perfect because they used the song "Sabotage" by the BC Boys, oh, yeah. which like worked so well for that scene because they're sabotaging all these ships. But it also, if you remember the first movie. That was the song that little uh, 10-year-old or whatever, Kirk, is driving the car, and he drives oh, it off the cliff. That makes and sense. And so when it goes to him and he says, like, he's like, perfect, good choice. or good choice, good or whatever. Good choice, yeah. That, I, I was like, music? so excited. Yeah, classical music, that, yeah. Uh, well, you know, because I, I, I'm not like you, and I allow myself to get spoiled occasionally while I'm in theaters or whatnot, and I see trailers, and the song actually... Pretty sure the song plays in the trailer for it. I don't know. And never <clears throat> saw. Well, I saw a trailer for this. It doesn't but I show don't that scene. The song just plays, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "This is weird," but I like it. And then that part came up, and I, for some reason, I wasn't expecting to hear that song. But then that that scene showed up, and I was like, "I like this. I like this even more." It was it was fun. Oh yeah, because um, that's for me. That that's the thing about Star Trek. At least the movies that I've seen so far, they're not movies that necessarily like have s- just super like blown me away to the point of like extreme fandom <laughs> or like I'm gonna learn uh, to speak the languages <laughs> and, and you know well, live I mean, long and prosper. <laughs> that I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the same time, when I watch the movies, I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. Like I, I don't know. I like adventure. I'm not. I'm not huge into sci-fi, but it, this movie has more adventure than I. I feel like I and get in a lot of sci-fi. That's yeah, like yeah, I was saying. It yeah. feels like Star Trek because their whole purpose is to go out and search new worlds, explore yeah. new worlds. Yeah. And so it it started in the last movie a little bit. It hinted when they're on the red planet, um, trying to save all these guys from this volcano yeah. and it looks it feels like and that's what they were going it feels like classic Star Trek mm. but like it looks real right. and that that was so cool to see them go on this new planet this whole time yeah that was really cool because um, that's what I I mean like I, I say that I haven't seen anything else I've seen clips because I had neighbors um, when I lived in Minnesota that were they were all out nerds like mm-hmm. they didn't have like specific fandoms they were just like pretty sure he liked everything as far as like Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica like I would walk downstairs, he'd be on his computer and he'd be watching it and sometimes we'd be waiting for him to stop using the computer so we could play a game so we'd literally just sit in there and watch and I I, I remember seeing I this for some reason Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek sometimes get med- muddled in my yeah. mind but I, I can remember them being on different planets and things going down and I always liked it I thought I thought that seemed really cool Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see that in this movie because it, it was beautiful looking. It was really cool. Yeah, and I was I literally had seen nothing except for a poster of a close up on Jayla's face, like you could just see her eye, basically, and oh, so you yeah. could see the makeup and all that. Mm-hmm. And so that's all I knew about the movie. Um, Is she a char- a big character from the? Uh, no, no, she's an original. Everyone's an original. That's but cool. Yeah, both. Khan's the only repeat y- character. Besides the main characters. Right. Okay. Which is in the last movie. And I loved the first two and 
no, I knowing before I saw this that J.J. Abrams wasn't directing, I was really kind of nervous mm-hmm. yeah. because it could go any way. Mm. Um, I did. I've never seen any of the guy who did it, which is Justin Lin. He's done four of the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, that's interesting. Um, that is interesting. To go from that to this. Yeah, his first one. I think he did Tokyo Drift. Oh, I, I actually Tokyo really like that movie. Yeah, and a lot of people don't, but I like Tokyo it. Tokyo Drift, four, <laughs> five, and six. I guess is what he did. I was actually super happy with what he gave us. Yeah, because and. I, I was thinking maybe they're going to, like, without J.J., because J.J. obviously believes in um, doing plenty of uh, practical sets and practical effects, as we've seen in the first two movies and in the new Star Trek movie. Or, sorry, Star Wars movie. And so I was afraid they might overly CG this one. But yeah. But it was... It's perfect. There was lots of great practical sets in there yeah i now that we're talking about cg is there any cg besides the ships yeah for sure um when it first opened up i got worried because that oh, the whole yes, scene the with alien, the new aliens the tiny babies uh that i'm pretty sure that whole set <laughs> that had to be funny. green screened maybe the platform that uh kirk was standing on i did notice that real. this the whatever you want to call those those aliens but i didn't notice the set that much Mm -hmm. i guess it makes sense though um yeah there's definitely a lot because the ships flying around have to be uh i get the ships you have to do the ships like there's but yeah it was and and the cg wasn't that bad it's good Uh, besides that yeah i'd say it's good pretty good but another new thing that came other than the new director was the new costumes they changed the shirts if you don't uh, on the back in general oh um if you i'll show you the i'll pull up a picture in the past two in the past two it was like it looked uh, like a, a beehive tec- yeah a textured shirt it was almost mm. like a mesh on top of a fabric i think it kind of um but it was i mean it's basically the new design there it looks go. like that like aquaman <laughs> Like it looks kind of it looks kind of yeah. cheap to me, honestly. Well, um, I did notice in um, in To Darkness, a lot of the clo- clothing from Earth that were in London, a lot of people were wearing that fabric, not necessarily Starfleet clothes, but like the little girl that's sick is wearing like a nightgown, and it's made of that material but too. But their their new shirts look freaking awesome. They look uh, like the old like ones, tough almost. material, and yeah, it looks a lot closer to the old, the original. Uh, costumes not the v-neck of course but you know at least the fabric uh, a softer fabric yeah i like the and i um, liked his uh his jacket whenever uh they crash landed on the planet mm-hmm. like that uh, those outfits yeah, he had, really i noticed cool. he had jackets, he had yeah. three different <clears throat> outfits he had the normal new look mm. with the yellow shirt yeah he had the one where he was meeting the lady yeah. To talk about his new that job. Had, like, like his uniform. Kind of like, like thing. Those would like probably be like in the military everywhere. if they were your blues. Yeah. That's probably what that would be. Yeah, it was really fancy. And then you had the jacket on the And that jacket was pretty sweet. I want that jacket. <laughs> yeah, it looked really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but He wore normal clothes at the end, too. Yeah, he did. Leather jacket. They look good. Um, This was, to me, it felt like the themes... I don't want to say they were heavier or more obvious, but 
to me, it just I caught onto the themes way quicker in this one than the last one. Because in the last one, it's more of Spock is coming to understand that he loves. He he he's easy. Yeah, he's he's feeling more like because he learns that he's friends with Kirk and yeah. he's afraid of Kirk dying. But in this one, he's he afraid of himself. Dying. Of himself dying, he sees his own death after learning that. Which, which uh, is weird, because he almost dies in the last one. Yeah, and he he's willing to die in the last movie. He's about to give up his own life, mm. um, in the volcano. But in this one, and he just realizes how much his life really means to him. The alternate or the future alternate universe Spock has died and he realizes which is really that was not immortal that was heavy it no, was just because, because it's not just that world that yeah it's real life too because yeah. Leonard like died too. Yeah. And it, I know yeah. they did it which I guess he died well. he died during pre-production so originally me and so Kendall saw William Shatner speak at a comic con and mm-hmm. he said that he had been approached for this movie too to have mm-hmm. some small role and uh both him and Leonard, but uh, I guess they could never find a spot for uh, him for William Shatner to fit. He would have to come back in time, or just have a cameo. I don't know what it exactly was for, but um, it was a they they did have a cool little shout out to all of the old. They cast did, even though I haven't watched you know movies. I've seen things. I don't even know what clips I've seen. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it, and they're almost all even gone. someone who hasn't completely experienced all that. Like that was still touching, even for me. Yeah, and it's really, it's really sad for like long time fans because most of those people aren't alive uh, anymore in that picture. About half of them are dead. I think Sulu, Ahura, the guy with Scotty's still alive too, right? Mm-hmm. No, what about Chekhov? Mm-hmm. So check off and then um, shatter. That's about. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everyone else is already gone. Yeah, uh, but that was a cool little shout out. They give us the two new villains, or not the two new villains, two new characters. We get our main villain, which yeah. was uh, what is his name? Kyle. Yeah, crawl. 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 Uh, mixed and man, con and he was, cruel. He, he looked. <laughs> cruel. He looked bad. Like, Dude, yeah. Like when you first it was see him, hard he's to got like the little him. spikes on was his face. Was he the guy from The Office? Yeah. yeah he's he's he, a douchebag from The Office? Yeah, and, and he Charles was in Thor. He's, yeah, he's I- Idris Elba, um, which is funny when you, you, I first see him, I'm like, I, I didn't think about it, but then like the more I'm like, I wonder who that is. Like, right. he's a good actor. And then when he gets in the sunlight, I'm like, could that be, could that be Idris Elba? And I'm I, I didn't want to jump to conclusions because then I'm like, well, is it just because he has a deep voice and I'm being racist? <laughs> and, uh, but then, like, later you see him in the video and I'm like, that's him. Yeah, right. I was so excited that I actually, got, I actually got it with all that makeup on because um, the girl My. that plays Jayla, was, her name is Sophia Butella, and I thought she looked familiar. I'm not sure if I was recognizing her I or thought not, she but she was, what's her name? I had it earlier. From what? Uh, Kingsman. She was. Oh, is she the other agent? No, she was oh. Giselle, the girl with the knife, knife legs. Oh. Oh, yeah. And so um, I, di- I don't think I reckon, I didn't recognize her, but I was pretty proud that I, <laughs> that I got that uh, crawl. 
I liked Jayla. I thought she was a cool character. Yeah, she was an awesome addition, especially. And one thing that's cool is in this movie, because we're so deep into space, there's a lot of <laughs> the first season of the original series of Star Trek is great. Second season starts getting pretty bad. And then the third season is supposed to be the worst because it just gets completely unbelievable. Like, mm. why are these people in the middle of space speaking, speaking English, English perfectly? Um, but they explain that away pretty well in this movie. Like, they've got the first girl translator. we meet with the translator. Yeah, that's cool. She walks around with the translator. And then Crawl knows English, which we find out at the end because, because he's a, he actually is. Because he's he, actually from Earth. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was taught in her house growing up. Explains why she knows English. Yeah, and well, no, she didn't. Was she was she said, um, "I learned oh, from, from my, my house. house." And at first, I thought I she thought meant she meant at like her at house, home. like they had some English speaker. But then, like later, when she says, "My house," I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. she learned from clicked. her house with the like video screens and stuff." Right. It um, taught her how to, and it's cool because it didn't cool. just like. She had learned English from her house, and it was like a rough English, though. Mm-hmm. And it was a yeah. believable rough English. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, they did that really well. And just her fighting was awesome, which yeah, I think she, she has to be, like, trained in something with both these mo- both oh, Kingsman yeah. and this movie. Yeah. Dude. Um, I love her hair. Her hair looks new really hairdo cool. for me. <laughs> Makeup looks cool. Awesome. There's your there's your cosplay this year. I cannot grow my hair by, by October, <laughs> but maybe next year. I really liked how in this one they really focused on bringing the other solid crew members closer together. So like the first two is more about Spock and Kirk, where mm-hmm. this one they brought in like Ahura respecting her captain more and willing to sacrifice her life for the him and yeah. mm-hmm. check off being there with Kirk instead of it just being Spock and Bones and Spock that relationship which you and I know that relationship from the series and mm-hmm. seeing that in these movies was super fun and we haven't done anything on these yet but like everybody does a good job of performing God I always thought it was dang. funny how uh, um, Bones. Sulu has does not have a he George Takai voice at all. Like George <laughs> so Takai. I'm like wondering, will he ever like? <laughs> does something happen that his voice just changes out of nowhere? And all uh, of a sudden, he has this voice. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> of course, uh, Zachary Quinto, who plays Spock, doesn't s- sound like Leonard Nimoy at all either. No, I mean he's then, Spock uh, speaks like a Vulcan. And then so Chris so. Pine doesn't talk at all, like William. I Shat- think William Cri- Shatner. I think he is doing a really good do- <laughs> job of mixing himself. How he grew up with the old Spock and how that guy grew I up. I can see that. Because the dialogue, you can still hear. I still hear Kirk when he talks. Mm-hmm. I don't hear Chris Pine. I hear Kirk. Especially in that opening scene when he's talking. He's uh, offering that gift to those aliens. Mm-hmm. That was Kirk. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, Carl Urban, who you know from uh, Lord of the Rings, um, does the like the best, best portrayal bones. of Bones to fit the uh, DeForest Kelly so who played him perfect. originally. Like it is crazy how well he does. It is it. insane. It's so good. Uh it's one of my favorite parts of these movies. The freaking metaphors. 
you stop with the metaphors? <laughs> I love it. And that relationship between Spock and Bones is one of my favorite things. Yeah, and that was super just fun. as someone who's only really actually delved into the new ones, that I've always thought they were really funny because, I mean... Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's that's their. That's right. their. Oh, they're the best three friends you could ask for. <laughs> I want to be friends with them. Let's join Starfleet. You know when it actually does happen. Oh yeah, because you know it's gonna happen. Right. They they set a date. Can't remember what it was. It's a star date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh jeez. Only if I can listen to the Beast voice. Uh, that's totally the opening song. Beast Boys. Beastie the Beast Boys. Boys. I just Beast got done Boys. watching uh, <laughs> Justice League versus Teen Titans. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Beast Boys. We're only at 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. What else? We haven't talked talk about, about any of the real storyline. Uh, we haven't line. talked about um, the other death that, we, we, that we've had. Right, Anton I, Yelchin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk Which about it. <laughs> you know, I don't... I know I've seen him in something else too, right? I think this might have been his first big break. Really? But I'm so it was but just ridiculous. You know, I, I, I couldn't even get through. Immediately, he was a character I really, really liked. Yes, he's so good at yeah. that accent. Um. Oh wow! Is oh, he? He's been performing forever. He was in Along Came a Spider. I don't know what that is. It was a movie in the '90s, a thriller movie. Um. Um. Oh my goodness! So he's in a lot of things. He was in the Smurfs too. Oh. I didn't know there was one. <laughs> yeah, there was. M- movie forty three. Oh. Oh, deleted scene. Sorry. Oh, that sucks. They cut his role. They. Terminator Salvation. I seen that. Seen that. I'm sorry, Seth. I'm sure there. It's possible. There's that a ton of things on this list. It's unbelievable. Seen. Anywho, I could barely like get through watching. Star Trek and Into Darkness without like getting in just super depressed. Yeah, and on I was afraid he wasn't in this. With, I didn't know with when his production like started. Yeah, it was started. like a month ago. So I wonder what they're going to do. And that's a, that's a good question because I thought they could kill off the character, which they could is just something I'd him. prefer than replacing the actor. Yeah, I would too. Uh, yeah, like maybe have like a flashback of Kirk having to deal with losing him. Yeah. Um or I honestly he could thought before this fleet. movie came out, because I didn't know how good it was going to be or how much money it was going to make, I th- was thinking they might end it here. Because this might be the this end. This might be the end, because I was thinking you, it, yeah. a lot of times movies don't get better after the third film, or the third film is often well, the that's worst. that's not the case with But the with these, honestly, <laughs> I, thought, I thought this one, this is now my favorite of the three. Uh, yeah, I like. I enjoyed it the most. The I was more interested in the story the the whole time, um, and I had more fun watching. It had. It. it wasn't as obvious to me. Like it was plot twists. It got me. I was, didn't know what was going on. Mm. You didn't know what that weapon was and who this guy was and what was happening. It was like like kept it like you were intrigued. You were um, like, "What the heck's going on? We need to know what's going on." It's right. c- it's hard for me to choose a favorite. Even now, I I need to watch them like just all together. Mm-hmm. Sometime, I really like the first one because it's got that kind of. Uh, I guess the term isn't really coming of age story in this. It's more of like the, the underdog taking his place. Yeah, and then 
like taking his new place. He's still the type of person that maybe deep down inside he wants to see if he could be like his father, like what's mentioned. But also at the same time, he's you know reckless and but then you see him take on you know the responsibility and he ends up succeeding and that's cool i love those type of stories i Mm -hmm. think i think they're awesome so of course i love the first one and then you get into the second one and Mm -hmm. to me i mean i love that movie as well not just because um benedict cumberbatch uh who i I know i I, because i haven't seen the older ones but i've heard things about Khan not being white and all that kind of stuff. Right, he was a Sikh, but I love. I, I thought that was. I thought. I thought he did great. At least, yeah, as a, he did a great job of doing the character or yeah. doing a villain. As the, yeah, as the villain, I, I thought. I thought he was a great villain. I, of course, I'm uneducated in con. Um, so I love that movie mostly. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I know I really loved his role in it. I thought he was a great villain, so that was cool. And then this, this movie was just. It was awesome. Everyone it was, very was so. great, too. Like this, yeah. Every person in this was awesome. There's but not a single like character I can prove out that I was like, yeah, that was cheesy or yeah, bad acting. M- it either. was amazing. I think the thing that maybe I, I would convey right now of how I feel about it is that I can't say which I prefer. Like sometimes with books, I can't choose my favorite book out of a series because it's. It's all one. If whole it's a and series, it's then it's great. all one story mm-hmm. of things happening. They're that's just kind of different parts of it, and so that's kind of how this feels to me. It's hard to choose my favorite moments because it, it it feels like it's part of a collective. Like maybe sometimes in my own life, I can choose like certain memories that I I like a lot, and that's it, it's hard to do. I don't know. Hmm. To jump back to what I was saying, I was afraid it might not be successful, but right now it's setting at. 85% of critics enjoyed it, 86% of audiences enjoyed it, which is pretty good for any movie. Yeah. Uh, Into Darkness got 86 to 90, and the original was 95 to 91. So it's barely back there behind the other two. Mm-hmm. But in box office, it made more than Star Trek Into Darkness in the first day, or opening day. It had a bigger release, uh, making $22.5 million. And uh, making it the third biggest opening day of the summer for a live-action film. And second biggest opening day of the year for a non-comic book superhero live-action film behind The Jungle Book. Wow. Yeah. So it's doing pretty well, which I'm pretty sure I had it like number six or seven on my list. I don't remember. I feel like I had it around there probably for me as well. I I think I remember (laughs) us having... For the yeah. most part. Either that or I might have put mine in my wild cards. But so we'll see. It says future Pine and Quinto have signed contracts to return as Kirk and Spock for a fourth film. In July 2016, Abrams confirmed plans for a fourth film and stated that Chris Hemsworth would return as Kirk's father, George, whom he played in the prologue of the first film. Later that month, Paramount confirmed the return of Hemsworth as well as most of the Beyond cast. Producers Abrams and Lindsay Weber and writers J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay, who were on for the original script for this one. Mm. That same month, Abrams had said that Yelchin's role would not be recast. Which is good. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's nice. I would have hated to see somebody else in that role. 
Yeah. So maybe uh, transfer to a different ship. Maybe, uh, but maybe yeah, he's uh, home uh, see, for this movie. I don't know if they'll know. kill him off, mm-hmm. or if they'll just. <laughs> it would be like a. Or if they just don't tell us what happened to it, him. It's <laughs> possible. <laughs> It'll I be like a one-liner. <laughs> It'll be a one-liner like. I throw my popcorn and my drink and leave. <laughs> If It'll you want be a that, if you want the reference like to that, or the he went home the to context of that, please go back to the Independence Day resurgence episode. <laughs> <laughs> you, this is my trigger. Triggered. <laughs> 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 no, they'll oh, just geez. say he probably transferred to another ship, or yeah. per- somebody transferred him. One or, can only hope. Or he went home to be with family, or something like that. <laughs> it's going to be something small, but th- I doubt they'll kill him off because that's a big deal to the crew. Mm. Maybe it'll He's be He's part of the family. Yeah. Um, but besides that, um, I'm interested to see what story they go with because the last movie was the only one that's connected so far to the rest of the series. So the question is, will they go connect it to the other universe or... But the timeline was way just, off on that one because they don't even encounter Khan until they're like in their forties. But 40s. that was because of what had happened. Yeah, so it's possible that and nothing will repeat after this. But it's yeah, I know it's, that. It's but totally it's random. It could either tie. It could tie in still, or it could be just a completely new storyline, just like this, which was awesome. Yeah, I think it was perfect because it was to me. It's my favorite of the three now because. It was the most Star Trek feeling of the three, but it was but also yeah, new. a completely original yes. story. And that's something I was wondering as I was watching. I was like, "Is this like a reboot? A reboot of reboot?" Of the only thing story? that I remember, I I feel like connected was the scene where Bones and Kirk are drinking, and he's saying, "I don't want anybody to know my birthday." I'm that's pretty sure scene. that's pulled from a different movie or episode. I think it's from an episode. I don't. Something. I. I don't. I'm, I could be remembering wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. Right. He doesn't want to. But it, it has nothing to, know to know do with his father because his right. father's still alive. Well, maybe not then because he's old. But yeah, he didn't want anyone to know it was his birthday. But I remember that he got some alcohol or something, some alcohol, nice alcohol, and they mm-hmm. shared a drink for his birthday. I uh, I was looking at those. Um, they're not magazines, right? They're what are they called? Your Star Trek book booklet little thingies. Our magazines. Their magazines. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, the fifty years of Star Trek. I mean, of course, I'd seen them, mm-hmm. but it was kind of interesting just after watching the movie and then going and looking at the uh, original cast. There, are, I mean, there are some similarities. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, they did a good it's job of casting. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Gosh, that bones! It still blows my mind every time I see one of these movies. <laughs> he's he's bones. It's so crazy. I love bones. I'm so sad that he's dead already. I never got to see Leonard. I never got to see bones. But I got to see Shat. Hey, Omer. For some reason, it took me this long <laughs> to find. I've been searching. I was like, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. What? So I've been going oh through every gosh. character in my mind while I've been while I've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> Took you so I'm long. Like, his face. I, now I'm starting to see it with but, blonde ooh, hair. I kept thinking Gondor characters, <laughs> so I was going through them, and I was like, no, 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 no. And then finally, it just came out of nowhere. His face illuminated in the, in the light. His golden hair. I was like, well, on his horse. 
Yeah, Anasaurus. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Sometimes it's just it's it's hard to connect. You know, the hair makes all the difference in the world. It does. I guess that a lot of people criticized the original teaser for the movie for saying it focused too much on the action and for featuring Beastie Boys sabotage, which many considered it out of place. But they makes sense. They but it ties it. into the movie, so it, yeah, yeah. I can I, imagine them being like, "Why the hell is the song playing?" I mean, the yeah, trailer? I I had a little bit it of that thought no when sense. it was playing, but at the same time, I like the song, so which I guess Simon Pegg ex- like said the same thing. He didn't love it because he knows that there's a lot more to the film oh, than death. just those few action scenes. But three with minutes. a teaser, it's kind of hard, especially. I don't know. I think we're in a time where people like spoilers i personally don't (laughs) but like i wasn't spoiled i know like comic comic con people love just digging up information more they want to know everything they can uh, as soon as possible before the movie comes out they just want to know everything in tv series as soon as they can uh i don't i I'd, i'd rather just enjoy or find out everything in the moment um but yeah, I've never really. Been, I watched this trailer uh, in theaters, yeah. and I've, I was not spoiled by I'm, any of it. I'm usually the type of person that, like, let's say I'll watch a comic book movie or maybe a series or something like that, and something comes up that I didn't know, mm-hmm. or a character comes up that I wasn't ever introduced with. That's usually when I'm like, okay, I need to know everything there is. A, to know about this person and that's when wikipedia comes into play <laughs> but i'm not i'm not usually the person that's like oh a new movie's coming out i gotta find out everything <laughs> about characters and because yeah i don't like spoilers I, I i mean i like i'm not the uh read the last page of the book type of person <laughs> yeah 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 yep yes enterprise looked great yeah it was crazy <laughs> how quickly they destroyed it. <laughs> is that is that something it that was, happens a okay, lot? Okay, it was heart wrenching. I remember to well, watch that ship when it torn apart. When they destroy the the two thrusters, they tear those off of the ship. I would just I immediately thought, man, I feel so bad for the people who have to rebuild this thing yeah. over and yeah. over and yeah. over again. Cause well, that's I never like happened. It's been almost almost every movie it gets, it hurt, gets destroyed, yeah, but it's never destroyed to that level. This hurt to uh, me. In the, it was in the like, old ones. This is the Enterprise. In one of the older movies, we get to see it completely blown up. <laughs> that's different than like piece by piece torn apart. That's like, that's Maybe. their home. For five years, that's their home. Mm-hmm. That's Just to make it crazy. realistic. I mean, there's no way if they're, if they're uh, encountering that many enemies and going <laughs> to that many places that that Well, most of their adventures intact. aren't that level of scale yeah. of enemies it's, fighting and stuff yeah. it's something down on the planet that's happening or like somebody's sick or something something like that right so i don't know i just it was terrible to watch for me i was just like no what no this is so like don't i felt like that. kirk watching his ship being torn apart that's how i f- mm. would assume he was being he was feeling and when he said to abandon ship that was a huge deal they never abandon ship. What? Had to Whoa! had to survive. Yep. That's crazy. Had to live to see another day in another Enterprise. Random thought that I randomly thought of. Remember that episode where they go on a planet and all of a sudden Spock is like all hippie and feely and lovey. Mm-hmm. 
Is yeah. there a tie-in? <laughs> no, it just yeah. Yeah. It came to mind. That's what I thought of because all of the crew was down there and they're all like falling in love and growing plants and like it was really weird. I like that episode. <laughs> like it's crazy. It was kind of fun to see because um, I mean the older movies were the friendship between Spock and Captain Kirk have been developing. In this movie, it wasn't there. We're it wasn't a spotlight. But we still got moments of the yeah. relationship after it's been developed. Like, mm -hmm. their way of communication, you know, is so their personality. You know, mm -hmm. like, they're going to talk about things that are on their mind. <laughs> they don't talk about it. Things get settled. They have this moment when they come back together and they're just like... More or less. I knew what was going on and... It all worked out. And they don't even have to talk about in it. In the last movie, they developed their relationship more. Oh and so gosh. that was kind of like Kendall was saying, f focusing on the rest of the crew more. We get to see Bones and <laughs> and Spock develop as in that like whole. Yeah. It, it, it feels like the original, but it's nice to see these new actors portray their development. Uh, especially when he's, he's uh, saying... Um, to Spock, Spock's talking about the the necklace that he has. It's like you you gave your <laughs> girlfriend a radioactive necklace. It's it like has it's no harm. Yeah, it, gives, it doesn't harm her. It gives off a distinctive <laughs> signal. <laughs> so you gave your girlfriend a tracking device, and it's just quiet for a long time. <laughs> that, that wasn't was my, my intentions. intentions. <laughs> I love that. I love that Bones totally faked that line, that next line where he says, remind me not to earn his respect because he already said that he respected him. I just thought it was really sweet. He was still hiding that they obviously are like... Had a moment. Yeah, like they're best friends. It's, it's still wonderful. Sorry, our cat, cat is, is mauling attacking me. At him. Yeah. Stop it. She likes me so Stop much it. that she has to eat my arm. I just It's hard to do the movies that we love. Honestly, mm -hmm. like we just end up saying, "I love this movie. It's so good." I so good. I, I love it. So right? Because we didn't. I can't think of any moments that I disliked. I mean, that's usually a big right. part I'm of our podcast. I'm trying to think of uh, favorite. My only moment I disliked was the lady three seats down who kept freaking opening her candy wrapper she and wrinkling it through the whole damn movie. Three seats down. She was for me. She was right. Next to me, <laughs> she was three from me. So it was Eric, <laughs> yeah. you, her, and I would look over at her and be like, "That is how me? the movie started, and, and that how is how the movie ended." Yes. <laughs> I guess I was just outside the range of hearing because <laughs> I did not notice. It's so anything. annoying. Uh, the whole like about I don't know midway to the end, I'm like, I I got out of it. So at some point, I'm like, "This is a great experience." <laughs> Nobody's. I I, I thought. There's a lot of people here, and I'm nobody's interrupting me. I, I know. There I, some well, actually, <laughs> not sorry. only that, like a bunch <laughs> of people me. that were in there with us kept getting up and like going to the bathroom. Okay, yeah, there was one time where no a one guy, was loud or anything. The front row guy walks over to his seat. I don't know why, but he has to walk as close to the screen as possible hmm. and completely straight up. Can't can't crouch. Can't get closer to the seats. Oh man. I guess that makes sense so he's not blocking one. the front people's view, but he walked right across the screen and I'm like 
idiot. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I just saw it like I saw, I would see people out of the corner of my eye going down the stairs and I'd look and then that lady at the beginning with her crinkle and then at the end with her crinkle. And I was like, seriously? <laughs> okay. I mean, as far as like um, no one was like talking. Yeah, busy it was movie really good. theater experiences. It was still good, but I mean, yeah, I always end up having the person with the the snacks, the <laughs> loud snacks. So I guess I'm relatively used to it. it it's it. not as bad to me as when we saw Finding <laughs> Dory and the guy next to me fell asleep. That's she she opened her candy wrapper so and poured the pop rocks into her into her <laughs> mouth and, then she and just her held mouth. her mouth open. <laughs> she had enough to last for however long the movie was two hours something. What the heck? I mean, that's literally what it sounded like. Yeah, it was bad. A lot it, of pop it was rocks. loud, but it wasn't in the. I didn't notice it in the middle of the movie, so that's good. Just towards <gasps> towards the beginning and the end. She also giggled a lot. She did? I didn't hear Yeah, it. I heard a giggle a lot. Which is funny. I it was a funny a movie. It was funny. I laughed movie. a lot. It was funny. But it was, she had a weird Just, laugh. I, uh, I liked the bones and Spock lines. Those were funny. Yeah. It's your favorite scene? Yeah, my yeah. favorite scene. We're there now. We're there. I think that might be my favorite scene because that's one of my like one of my favorite parts. Wait, which one? The When they're alone and they're coming out of the pod. And... And Spock is almost dying. That's yeah. your favorite scene. And that just that bones <laughs> taking care of him and Spock being stubborn. There was blood. The dialogue of course back it and was. forth. <laughs> I yeah, because that's one of my favorite things about this original series is that relationship. I don't see what excrement has to do with this situation at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> what did what did you say? Good. Like uh, well, no, don't even try. No, don't I'm, even not try. Gonna, I'm not gonna. I always ruin things. It's impossible to. I I'm sure I, I butchered that lines. that line just now because right. it's impossible to do Spock. Because you never know which word he's you using. You don't know half the Indeed. words he said. Yeah. <laughs> I also love when she's working in her house. Yeah, I was gonna say playing, I really like. What is this? Her as a character, I enjoyed her fight scene between the guy that killed her father. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it's the venge the vengeance storyline lover in me. I like her warrior scream yeah when she, she, she screamed. and it didn't seem it didn't seem cheesy no it was pure it was, like was i'm gonna like, overcome yeah, this she did it well it was cool I, I liked it but um i can't get over my she love and woman. adoration for the the beastie boys scene when song, song starts playing yeah and he, like, he's got oh, his, his one-liner and it's cheesy but you're into it and your heart's pounding and like they're going in. The ships are exploding, and you're listening to <laughs> sabotage. I love when uh, Yorktown is like, "Oh, we've got the frequency too," and they play <laughs> yeah, it, and it's just and like, it's, yeah. <laughs> "It's insane!" I uh, oh, man, I almost just scene. stood up, and I was just like, "America, please don't ever do that in a theater. I will kill you." <laughs> That's oh better my than God. what a twist! <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> that wasn't a twist. It was just. A, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a twist. That's crazy. Yeah, there was a I twist. I was not You're expecting right. him to be the captain. That was cool of that too. Ship. I mean, it was a. My head just got lightheaded from how excited I got. <laughs> 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 uh, That's good. That scene just made my. It did. It did me well. I thought it added yeah. a few years to my life, which is cool. I needed it. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's my favorite scene too. That's I didn't want it one. to be. I was, yeah, I know, I was trying right? to think. I'm trying like, to think of a better one. <laughs> I can't be. It was epic. <laughs> I gave the. Uh, I feel like a caveman saying that. <laughs> that's I like when the stuff went boom. <laughs> 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 and loud music was playing. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's it basically was, exactly like, what it is. <laughs> it got I you right in the feels, though. It was really good. They timed everything perfectly. I at least Perfect mentioned the f- cool fight scene. Yeah, which is also kind of caveman. <laughs> I know, right? I, I, I mean, like when they fought. <laughs> and the stuff the went next boom. part would be how pretty the planet was. <laughs> and how pretty the girl That's was. Pretty. Oh, she really, too. If you just Those say contacts? anything with that voice. I know, right? I'm going to get... the pretty contacts. <laughs> <laughs> Great dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Anything in that voice just right. sounds. Makes it sound they speak real good. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> hey guys, thanks once again for listening to Geek Cinema Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast app and join us on Saturday for Batman v Superman. It's the last episode for the month and the last episode of our celebration of 50 years of Batman movies. And also on Saturday, we're doing a YouTube stream just celebrating those 50 years. We'll be hanging out doing some trivia and maybe some top 10 lists and just talking about the movies of Batman in general. Come out, come hang out and chat with us. And um, it should be fun. We might even touch on Mask of the Phantasm since we didn't get to do an episode over that. Other than that, um, if you want to hit us up online at facebook.com slash geekcinemapod, twitter.com slash geekcinemapod, and on Instagram at geekcinema, and on YouTube at geekcinema, or at our website geekcinemapod.com. We'll see y'all on Saturday.